You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, we often we often celebrate athletes playing through the pain and, and you know, going when they're not full tilt. Well, my guest host today, Andrew Snicker, had his wisdom teeth pulled yesterday. You don't know, as a, a video or audio journalist, how tough it is to go at this thing when you are, are less than a day removed from having your wisdom teeth taken out. But here he is playing through the pain, showing up just for Wolfpack Nation. How you doing, Snitty? I'm good. I actually only had one wisdom tooth. Bit of bit of an oddity there, so I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling all right. It's a little sore, but we'll uh we'll power through. We we were supposed to milk it, okay? We we had the game planned out. <laughs> you were supposed to, you know, you know how stories get bigger and bigger as time goes on, like how our parents tell us. Right, right. We went ten miles uphill both ways and snowstorms to school, and y'all kids are yeah. getting canceled for six inches, like. Yeah, sure, sure, Mom. You you walked in four feet of snow to school when you were three and a half feet tall. I believe you. Yeah. Anywho, um, how you doing? How you doing? How's everything going with you, man? It's good. Yeah. All righty. Well, we gotta get this. Uh, we gotta talk about this huge, huge, huge upset of um, Clemson last Saturday. How it happened, and and you know what a crazy world we live in when. NC State and Wake Forest are the highest ranked teams in the ACC. What a world. What a world. But anywho. Upside down, man. We, we've got to talk about uh, this upset of Clemson. Tell me from your point of view, from your analysis of it, how did this happen? And what? just, just explain to me what you think happened here, how this game was pulled off, and uh, just we'll start there. Well, I mean, I think you've got to start with the defense, the way that NC State shut down Clemson pretty much completely uh, on offense. I know Clemson's had its struggles on offense, but for NC State to do what it did defensively in this game, I mean, I think it was 96 plays to 49 for Clemson. If you, you look at regulation, Clemson had five possessions, five, that didn't end in a three and out. One of them ended in an interception by Drake Thomas, and one of them was a kneel down at the end of the first half. So, I mean, I, I think... First and foremost, you have to start there. I mean, that was just a incredible statement of a performance by that defense without Peyton Wilson, no less. You're absolutely right. And, you know, this was a situation where this team, at the end of the day, I and I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back here, which I've been known to do. For time. But anywho, uh, I said that the way to beating this Clemson team is by basically winning the war of attrition. I said that this Clemson team didn't have the big playability to just strike deep, strike deep, strike deep, as they might have in the past. So if you made them, you know, get in line, settle down, beat you, play in, play out offensively over the course of an entire game, we'd be in good shape. And we did. And we did. So that's that's definitely a, a, a good thing to see. Now, one thing that I, I was a little I was a little concerned about I felt like one way or the other this thing was gonna leer, uh, was gonna 
was going to, what's the word I'm looking for, was going to weigh heavily on this game was our receiver's ability to win one-on-one matchups and find holes in zones against blitzes. And that little RPO to Mecca Mezzi was there all night. It was there it was, all night. Yeah. And, you know, if a defense is going to give you eight yards a catch, you take eight yards a catch. But that was a lot – that was made a lot more impressive by, number one, the touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone by Mecca, as well as the game winner or what turned out to be the game winner by Devin Carter. I think – that both of those became just they all of those underneath catches became infinitely more important because of that. And like I said in last week during Ken's Keys, our wideouts winning one-on-one matchups was gonna be pivotal. Brent Venables is coming downhill, no frills. You could give Brent Venables a thousand five stars. He's still not gonna say, All right, we're gonna play base defense and we're gonna make them uh kind of be this yard by yard. No, Brent Venables is sending the house, the kitchen sink, the barnyard sink, the barn with it, the dog. <laughs> he's sending everything that he's got all the time, and you have to make them pay in one on one coverage. And to see a guy in Booth who is the consensus cornerback number two get beat in one on one matchups by Mecca, you couldn't wish for much more. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, th- I think in addition to the receivers, I think Devin Leary had a great game. I've, I've kind of lost track of how many like national college or quarterback or offensive player of the week awards he's won this week, but, I mean, he was good. He You know, I think he did a good job, got better and better as the game went along at making the throws that were there, taking the, what the defense gave him. Um, I mean, Clemson hadn't given up a touchdown on defense all year and he threw four of them and I mean that throw he made on the winning touchdown to Carter was spectacular too I mean he put that ball in a place where only his guy could get it the other group that I think you got to give a lot of credit to is that NC State offensive line I think Iki Aquanu is an offensive lineman of the week in the ACC but you look at yeah there were times when the pressure got home to Devin Leary almost immediately but that's going to happen against Clemson but you look at what they were able to do throughout the game, and especially, you know, that uh, winning touchdown was a master class, I think, by the NC State offensive line. I mean, Devin Leary had all day to go through his reads and make that throw. You know what I tell people all the time? Running the ball, the ability to run the ball well, the ability to hit those passes underneath well, that is, in essence, if to a boxer, what a good, a good uh, body shot is. Okay, and we know nine times out of ten, you're not knocking anybody out with the body shots. But what body shots do is it makes your opponents drop their hands. Right. So what does that look like in terms of defense? Brent Venables is already going to bring pressure when you are able to run the ball. In spite of that, he now has to commit more bodies and more pressure. And so we look at that last touchdown in which I believe it was it may have been covered. It may have been cover two, but I believe it was cover one. And the safety got over late, and the defensive line had basically no pass rush because they'd been on the field for 90 plays virtually. The body blows worked. The hands were down. And guess what happened? We scored the knockout right there. And, you know, Devin Leary, there was some very interesting things said by the uh, crew of ESPN who they had covering that game. 
I, I just want everybody who said that they hated the ACC Network crew. Congratulations. We've got RG3 covering our games now. Lots of fun. But um, with that being said, they were calling Devin Leary a game manager. And I said, huh? De- <laughs> y- y'all must not know who this Devin Leary kid is, but he beat the game manager allegations in stylish, in, in amazing fashion. I mean, I, the man can push the ball down the field very well, and he did so very well this game. And at the end of the day, like you said, that is what got this win accomplished. That is what got the job done here. I don't think that we're seeing a win without Devin Leary having an absolutely amazing game there. I honestly and truly don't. When you're beating a team like Clemson, even in a year like this where, where it's considered their quote-unquote down year, Clemson's down year is better than about 90% of the country's best year. And that's just the reality. Yeah, exactly. Clemson's down year, you still see Xavier Howard now fully recovered from COVID, gained that weight back, and looks explosive and dangerous. Clemson's down year sees Brian Brissy, a guy who, um, even withstanding this injury, I'm pretty sure he'll be gone in the first day of the draft, at latest second next year. I mean, James Skalski, a guy with more rings than Thanos had in Fendi Stones. For the old head crew, a guy with more rings than Jackie Chan had talismans he was hunting for during the show. Like that's that the man got rings on rings on rings, got more rings than Jupiter. And yet, we found a way to win this game still. So at the end of the day, I don't think that this should be at any any way, shape, form, or fashion made about what Clemson is not this year. I think it should instead be talked about what NC State is because even though we have a loss on our record, I still stand by the fact I have not seen a single game yet where we were not the better team on the field. I haven't seen it. No, I mean, you look at some of the miscues against Mississippi State, and that's unfortunate. And I mean, you can play the what-if game if you want, but I think you should celebrate – what is if you're an NC State fan, and that's, you know, and it, you took advantage of an opportunity. Like, sure, Clemson's down. I mean, you, you don't want, like, nobody beat, in the ACC, nobody beat Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. Nobody. Like, you you took advantage of an opportunity, and it's what you needed to do. That I mean, you're an NC State team that has talked and talked and talked about your aspirations of winning the ACC. Clemson has been... To call Clemson the gold standard of the ACC in recent years is probably an understatement, and you have to beat the best to be the best. And that's Absolutely. What NC State did. Absolutely. And you want to talk about nobody in the ACC has beat uh, that Trevor Lawrence Clemson. Who beat them besides Alabama and uh, in, in Ohio the, State? The best college. Uh, did Alabama beat Actually, them? wait. I don't even think it was Alabama. No, it was Ohio State. LSU. 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 Yeah. The best LSU, which probably had the best college football team I've ever seen. Yeah, so so all it took was the best college football team we've ever seen and Justin Fields uh, having one of the greatest individual games we've ever seen in a college football playoff. That's all it took. That's all it took to beat Clemson. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's good to see that, that we were able to get a win against that team, a program that's stellarly built. And by the way, if we're talking about Bill, I got to tell you all about Bill Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Bill Bar has just so many delicious flavors? They have plenty of great full-time flavors as well as uh, some limited timers as well. If you don't know all the Bill Bar flavors you're missing out, you've got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, 
cookies and cream and German chocolate. My favorite flavor is grasshopper cookie. It's a limited timer, but the full-time flavors are great as well. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Up to 17 or 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories with only four to five grams of sugar and net carbs. And that's per bar, folks. So with that being said, make sure that you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So... This week, a lot of people said, oh, well, you know, NC State has exercised some demons and we beat the NC State stuff. I, I just want to let people in on something, okay? When, uh, when what's, what's that gentleman's name? When Kevin Keats said that last year after we beat uh, UNC, it was pretty much all downhill from there. So, um, Doran says that we exercised some curses and all that and and I, I, I get it, but I, I would I would simply say the the thing that makes it NC State stuff is not the inability to pull off the big win. Because we did that under Tom O'Brien. The thing that makes it NC State stuff is the inability to follow it up with wins. The inability to say, okay, people say we got away with one. Well, let's give one back. The, the ability to not have that is what would separate this team from the rest. So you're looking at a Louisiana Tech team that is coming in. They have played up to really good opponents. They gave Mississippi State a better game than we did. And they played down to bad opponents. They barely beat Southeastern Louisiana University. So with that being said, they're also missing their starting quarterback in Austin Kendall. What do you think will happen for this game? And what do you think NC, NC State has to do to uh, come away with a win here? I mean, I think NC State has to just do what it's done all year, which is um, shut people down defensively and offensively. You know, find that good ba- – other than what they did against Mississippi State is find that good balance between the run and the pass game and put drives together. I mean, look, to be honest with you, this so, – I actually saw this on Twitter today, and I, I agree, this whole notion of, oh, you got to al- avoid the letdown here. NC State is 4-0 after beating a ranked team under Dave Doran. So I, I, I really don't see too many. I, I think La Tech's a solid team. I mean, you saw they almost beat Mississippi State in week one, but I, I really don't see NC State having many issues here. All righty. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think that this is a, a Louisiana Tech team that is a death by a thousand cuts team. And the beautiful thing about that, we've already seen that. We've already seen We've played it already. We've seen it already. And so, you know, nothing prepares you for certain types of offenses except playing them, right? Nothing truly prepares you for an air raid but the air raid. Same thing with the uh, with the triple option and wing tees and all that. 
once you play one of them, the next one is like, ah, I've seen this. I know what's going on. You may add in a little wrinkle here, a little difference here, a little smoke hairs here, a little Trey Harris there. It's still the same thing in principle, by and large, as the, the last one we saw. So I, I think that NC State will be able to manage just fine in this game. Now, going forward for the rest of the year, NC State, as far as betting goes, is either favored or a push in every game for the rest of the season. How do you think that'll fare for NC State? You know, I mean, there's some tough games. You know, Wake looks like a pretty good team. That's a road environment where NC State has struggled. I will say, looking at both Wake and Boston College, um, you have to at least look at their strength of schedule. You know, I think Miami's a tough place to play, but there's um, if 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 Miami, if I see the same Miami offense that I've saw in against Virginia before we started talking against NC State. And NC State's defense is going to feast on that. And then, I, I mean, you know, the other one you've obviously got circled is UNC at home. UNC can figure it out. I mean, Sam Howell's obviously a good quarterback, but that ain't going to matter if, that, if they can't get that offensive line right. I mean, if that offensive line plays against NC State the way it's played against some of these other teams – the way we've seen NC State's ability to get after the get in the backfield this year, whew. so I'm, I mean, look, I think NC State has the best chance now at this point. It, its best chance, last best chance, was before it lost to Clemson in 2017, um, but its best chance under Dave Doran to win the Atlantic. I think the doors open and they they got to take this chance. Absolutely, absolutely. And I told people, everybody said I was crazy. I said before the season, I said, Wake Forest has the potential to be the third best team in the Atlantic this year. Little did we know. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, that still stands. They could definitely be the third best team in the Atlantic this year. Do I think they have enough to beat us and Clemson? I don't know about that. But Wake Forest on the road has always been a difficult time for us. For whatever reason, doesn't matter how bad Wake Forest is, okay? Doesn't matter how good they are. Doesn't matter how good we are. Doesn't matter how bad we are. Going on the road to Wake Forest, for whatever reason, has been our Achilles heel. And I would know because I've got two surgically repaired ones. But the fact (laughs) of the matter is simple. Uh, This is a year where, Snitty, did I not say it all throughout the offseason? This is Sozin's comment. We have to figure out how to... Now, granted, in the actual uh, show avatar, the Fire Nation actually lost during that time, but we hope that that is not what happens during this time for NC State because the reality... Yeah, we hope... Oh, go ahead. We hope Avatar... Wait, so we hope Avatar Aang's not rolling up in Winston-Salem. Absolutely. Absolutely. We hope that... I mean, listen, Devin Leary seems to have uh, control of air and ground as of late, so we hope that he continues. But the fact of the matter is very simple. Um, this this is great opportunity. The door is wide open. We've got to walk through it. We've got to walk through it. You can't really play around and, and not maximize on this or else it's saying that Doran has a, a ceiling that is below ACC champ. Like that's the ceiling for the best he'll ever be is below that, which in year 10, I don't know if you can keep holding on to that. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, we talked about the fact that there is only 
about five or six programs in the country where it's like championship is the standard every year. And if you can't bring me anything uh, in that area, you're going to be fired pretty soon. But I don't know if you want a situation where everything, even things that are outside of any possible control you could imagine, aligns in your favor and you can't work it out to win a conference championship, I don't know if you're still the guy to lead the program. I don't know. I don't know. That's, I'm, I'm betting on NC State to handle business and get the job done, but I've been wrong before. I told people bet their houses on us beating Mississippi State. Thank God you didn't or else you have to take out a second mortgage and pay double what you used to pay. And if you are a better, go to betonline.ag. They are back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino sports, I'm sorry, Vegas Casino Games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Also, let me tell you all about Prize Picks. It is daily fantasy sports made easy. I love this and I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. It offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of Power 5 as well as mid-major players that you might not have ever heard of. Why you a bet on somebody you've never heard of? I don't know, but, I, you know, it's, it's daily fantasy. We're not even going to say that word anymore. But all of the users that deposit and use promo code locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an under or over on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows for mixed sports entries as well. So use the award-winning app that is on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. With that being said, uh, Snitty, I, I want your prediction. For this game, give me a final score prediction on what you think NC State and Louisiana Tech will be next. I'll say forty-two to twenty, NC State. You know, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a hiccup early, um, and may, you know, maybe they are up big late and they take the starters out, out and give up a, a few points. But I, I again, I don't see this being much of an issue for State. I feel it. I feel it. I I I agree that this. I don't think that this will be a tall test for NC State. Um, even with Austin Kendall, I don't think that they're that good of a team. But without them, mm, Alexa, play dead because some people are in trouble. And uh, it's it's going to be a, a, a very – I think we'll make quick work of them. And even though we have a bye week next week heading into Boston College, I think we'll still be able to get our starters out by the middle of the third quarter. Let's hope that uh, this is not a situation where we dilly-dally around and play around and, and got to have our uh, best guys in for forever and a day because we've already seen the injury bug re- rear its ugly head against this team already, and uh, we just we don't want any more of that. Like That's just the reality of this situation. Snitty, thank you so very much for coming out. And like I said, he's playing through the pain, folks. He's playing through the pain, okay? This is a gutsy performance by a guy who's leaving it all in the booth. 
Tell the folks where they can find your work. You can find all kinds of great uh, NC State coverage at Inside Pack Sports. You can find Hurricanes coverage at Canes Country, and you can follow me on Twitter at ASCHNITT53. All righty. Thank you all so very much for coming out and listening. I appreciate it every single time. Um, you know, again, none of this is possible without you all. I'm eternally grateful for everybody who shows up every day, for everybody who shares this thing, for everybody who comments, likes, leaves feedback for me to work on. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go back. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 